what's up everybody it's your boy al newton and this is another episode of a new perspective i'm so glad that you found time in the middle of your week to uh, listen to the old perspective and uh, no it's not monday and no it's uh no it's not uh a special occasion um one of the things that uh, I've, I've i've focused more on and i got to do a better job of is listening to my body when my body says hey you're you're pushing it too much, especially because uh, since I started um, since I started uh, working for another company, I've had a lot less time. So my uh, getting up and doing four or five miles every day has essentially ceased. Um, <laughs> I've put on uh, a lot of weight that I'd already lost, and um, when when my body says, "Hey, rest," just because I'm pushing it too hard or, or too too much I've got to start listening to it um, I've got to start listening to it and so uh, it's going to be a busy week this week um, two, two sermons anybody's ever preached a sermon can testify that you're really preaching what it takes out of your body and a eulogy and, and being with a family um, that's grieving and all those different pieces and components and I uh, just couldn't push myself to, to get up into the the microphone on Sunday. So here we are today. Uh, some of the highest traffic for the social media networks <laughs> and insight have been on the time that it has not been there. So I do thank you all for if you, if you don't see the perspective, you go hunting the, for the perspective. But we're here and we've got uh, stuff to talk about. I would be uh, remiss if I did not um, start with one colon pal. Uh, he who um, is probably the reason I felt comfortable being a black Republican during the time period that I was a black Republican. I'm just a black black man now because nobody seems to care either way. But at the time um, when the Bush administration walked in the door for it to be a uh, mulatto uh, general to uh, be the Secretary of State to be the fourth in command for the Oval Office was really a big deal um, for a lot of us, period, um, and especially for me. And the thing I think I respected most about Colin Powell is Colin Powell, although he uh, worked in a Republican regime, to the best of my knowledge, um, and, and I was young during Colin Powell's active administration, and so I may have some revisionist history on it, Colin Powell never forgot that he was an African-American man. And sometimes you see that when people uh, like Ben Carson, I won't say he forgot, but uh, he, he definitely navigated it as if he didn't remember how he was treated about things. And so it is a sad uh, passing, uh, but that's part of life, right? Um, dying is just as much a part as living as living is a part of living. Um, and the, the way Colin died, I, I thought it was disgusting for people to try to make it about COVID, although he had been vaccinated. He was also 84 years old with a type of cancer that specifically targeted your immune system. And so even with the vaccination and vaccinations for his whole life, he was more susceptible to any disease um, because of the cancer. And so um, I, I think the spin on his life and his legacy has been reprehensible. I also think the re the former president was reprehensible. 
in 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 the statement he put out to even try to continue to take swipes at Colin because Colin just didn't waver and didn't kiss the the, the man's ring. Um, I, I preached the sermon uh, today actually on um, on Jesus was teaching his disciples on his way to the cross. And one of the things he tells them is people will be able to identify you as a Christian, not on what you say, what you wear, what you what you put on to, but people will be able to identify you as a Christian, as a real follower of Christ on the way you love on other people. And people will show you more and more who they are. Uh, when you give them an opportunity to show you love when you don't when when you need it the most and they decide to make it about them it's pretty uh, ridiculous to to even have released that statement and to try to tarnish a man who is one gone a family that is grieving and a man whose legacy he was never a billionaire was never the president but when you look at being more respectable is far more respectable than Donald John Trump ever could imagine uh, to be. Speaking of COVID, since that's how Colin Powell died, one, we are not talking enough about how the COVID numbers are seemingly declining, um, that the vaccinations are working, that the people, for the most part, who are dying from COVID are presumably, presumably, I still, I slowed it down, I still pronounced that incorrectly, are people who um, they're people who were presumed healthy and were unvaccinated and a large majority of the cases of, of catching COVID and dying from COVID right now is, is science showing us, hey, it works. And so a lot of these mandates have helped guide it along because we all at the end of the day just want to pay um just want to pay their bills and so when states make mandates jobs make mandates health vaccinations have been a part of uh job mandates for a while and so a few few podcasts ago when i was talking about mike norvell well quick pause deserves a shout out for uh the the team is is looking good. It's looking a lot better. It's amazing what happens when uh, we run the ball. And shout out to Smooches on Twitter, who tweeted, "Hey, y'all, stop giving these sorry behind football players some until they can uh, start winning games." And we're gonna smoke in that Clemson pack this weekend. <laughs> Nevertheless, um, people were real shocked when I made the comment that football coaches at public universities are technically state employees, and so. Uh, Washington, the state of Washington, put out a mandate. Hey, all state employees have to get vaccinated. And a football coach who makes four or five million dollars a year decided that he was going to go for a religious exemption. Uh, and it was doing it under the Catholic banner when the Pope is an advocate for the vaccination. And this is a Pope of science. That's why some of the Catholics didn't even want him because he's a Pope of science. Um it was like, hey, yeah, no, we, we root for the vaccination. So this man lost his job. It sucks. It sucks. But that is not uh, Nazi Germany. That is not communist rule. That is not that's a, an, an entity saying, 
in order to work for us, you have to be vaccinated. That is no different than if you want to go to school, you have to be vaccinated. And and I know people are rooting for him to win a lawsuit. <laughs> maybe, maybe the Supreme Court's overturned that, but I because it would have to go to the Supreme Court. He's not winning that in a local circuit court. He's not winning that in an appellate court. And he's and I think even to get to the Supreme Court, you have to win at one of those two levels. The the two instances have to disagree or are somewhere along that line, if um, if I can remember correctly. And and I have no sympathy from that. If you can walk away from three to four million dollars a year because you don't want to take a shot, then more no nobody has infringed on your right. Nobody held you down and made you take it. They just said you can't work here. You're still gangfully uh, active. You can go find a job somewhere else. Best of luck to you. No animus. Same thing with the firefighters and the police officers who are all protect and serve, support the law, who are, you have to do what the law says, have a problem with mandates and not want to follow mandates. And police unions openly supporting not uh, being obedient to a mandate. It's important now. All of a sudden, the rules don't matter. All of a sudden now, we can walk away from our job and our pension and then, and then our wonderful governor is, oh, you come work in the state of Florida because we don't care if you follow the rules either. It's a rule. It's saving lives. How dare a cop, how dare a cop be afraid of a shot? Maybe, maybe I want to sit, I don't even know the correct way to phrase it. It blows my mind that there are police officers who are afraid of getting a shot because they don't know what's in it but there are cops who will pull the trigger of a gun and and shoot off a shot that they know a bullet can kill somebody if the aim isn't right. It's a contradiction. It's a contradiction. You didn't see um, news hosts at Fox walking out and quitting their job because of Fox uh, COVID mandate. And it blows my mind that people will let talking heads um talk them out of doing something that they are doing this is how the rich stays rich and the poor stays poor or unless you're like me and you're an idiot and you buy a whole bunch of shares of tesla and they get real nervous one day when it goes in the red uh when you bought it 400 so you sell it and then now it's over a thousand because i would have been pretty damn happy I've, I've made a lot of stupid mistakes with stocks i made a lot of good money with stocks we're gonna have some people on to talk about stocks here soon um when when perspective studios is officially up and uh, we we can have some in guest people and stream. It's thus in the building. The house process has made me literally want to be pushed off a bridge. But we're almost done. We'll, we'll be in our home before Thanksgiving. Already sketching out the man cave. Already sketching out. Uh, I guess I can go ahead and, and kind of announce it. I won't announce all of it. Uh, but there is a new cooking show coming uh, from yours truly. I'm partnering up with with someone and partnering up with the, with a few companies for a cooking show that's coming really really soon to YouTube, and I'm really excited about that. And so uh, our kitchen looks great. Working on an outdoor kitchen because on the show we'll be definitely grilling and smoking and um, cooking on the, on the flat top, and um, you, you'll see baking and sauteing and um, I, I I think we're gonna do a brisket first maybe. Uh, really excited about that so be on the lookout for that I'm sure that's not the way that was supposed to be announced but 
there is a new cooking show coming and with more details to uh, come out very, 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 very soon. Back to COVID. Kyrie Irving is an idiot to me. This fake uh, Sir Jorn of being a, a starch COVID don't want to get the shot and people are, oh, well, he's taking a stand. Kyrie Irving is still going to make $17 million this year. Once again, a talking head that's going to make $17 million. He's not giving up his livelihood because he believes in a thing. Kyrie don't want to play basketball. Kyrie went and got some earthy, 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 earthy sex. And all of a sudden, the brother ain't been thinking right since. Burning sage and doing all this stuff. Now, now if that's your lifestyle, that's one thing. But this man just don't want to be in the spotlight anymore. And whatever excuse he can to get his money and not play basketball, I'm convinced that's what he wants to do. Uh, I talked about our, our former president. How about how about Truth Social? I cannot wait to get a Truth Social social media account. It is a new social media network. I have already pre-ordered it, already pre-downloaded it. It is uh, you'll get to put out truths on the Truth Social. It is ran by President Trump and his crew. Here's the kicker. Do you know on Truth Social, which is all about the First Amendment, right, where you can say everything, even the hard E-R, even the F word, even the C word, you cannot talk bad about Truth Social on that account. Can't talk about Truth. I, I just can't wait. I can't wait to get banned from there because I'm going on reckless day one. Hell yeah. Oh. Although I do miss MAGA at the pump. And I know presidents are not directly responsible for gas prices. I am uh, politically astute enough to know that that is the way of the world. I am politically astute enough to understand why gas is rising. But I am blaming Joe Biden uh, like I am an uneducated person just because I can. It took me $54 to fill up on $15 a tank. And I want an F-150. And damn it, I am not getting an F-150 with these freaking gas prices. And I need them to hurry up because everything else is lining up for me to go ahead and get a Jet Black 50. What well, F-150, but hey. Speaking of truths, Howard University is a very prestigious uh, historically black college and university. It it ranks uh, to me definitely behind FAMU, definitely behind Morehouse, wink, wink. <laughs> uh, and then you can open up the conversation about the, oh, definitely behind Edward Waters College. That one might just be some prejudice and some bias, but uh, definitely behind Edward Waters College. Uh, Howard is, is a very prestigious historically black college and university right now there are students protesting about mold and rodents and not getting upgrades although tuition is hella high and i can't understand why um and i'm sure white institutions have it as well but why we as us as being us as allow these things to get so out of control and it makes it even worse that the vice president is from there like that's where she went to school that she ought to be helping protest with the students too because right now their approval ratings are, are the same place uh, my dinner is in the toilet and um, if you're paying attention to that some of the boycotts to it uh, the, the moldy condition the infested conditions as a parent of a, of a student um, of a college student I would be up in arms now luckily my kid does not have to worry about that because his dorm 
one, he goes to FAMU. I'm sure there's been some rough dorms in the past, but he's staying in a dorm that no one has ever stayed in, in a building that is only a year old, and the boy does not have a roommate. I am not complaining about his accommodations. <laughs> he's a... <laughs> I'm going to leave that comment alone. So it's going to be a short episode of The Perspective, but I want to I want to end on this story that is hilarious and sad at the same damn time. So there was a Twitter question, and I love Twitter questions. Um, And the question was, hey, what? How, when did you find out you were being cheated on? When did you find out you were being cheated on? And so I... um. Speaking of cheating, I need y'all to finish you so I can give my, and maybe YouTube is a better platform for some of this stuff because I want to give my show review and I don't know if y'all have watched it. I don't want to spoil it for you. So anyway, the question was, tell us a time that you knew you got cheated on. And I thought about it. It's only been twice and I'm, I'm probably sure I've been cheated on more than twice, but there was twice that, uh, <laughs> that I found out one was melodramatic. One, we were both drunk, both stupidly, insanely drunk, and uh, we had had some beautiful, beautiful sex. And afterwards, uh, homegirl went to go go pour another drink, and she just blurted out and told me all of it, all of it, and was like, "I've told you all of mine. Now you tell me all of yours." And uh, <laughs> I didn't have any. <laughs> now tell me yours. So it, it left for a very dramatic scene. But my favorite time, um, I was dating this woman and uh, very much, very much thought that uh, there was a very good vibe, very good energy. We had been together for a good little minute. And so uh, there was this dude and I knew she had gotten close to this dude and I knew they became friends. But I didn't think any never mind about it because I have a crap ton of platonic female friends I always have I get clowned on by my friends at the fact that so many of my female friends are platonic and I don't have a single one of them that I've slept with because we're we're friends I, I don't cross that line uh, I don't sleep with my male friends why the hell am I pushing my female friend why would I push my female friends at that level so I didn't think anything about her about being friends with this dude and um, you know I didn't say anything it was what it was we were still having a good time still freaking well uh, still had all that stuff going on. And so um, one day she came to my job and we were supposed to go out after the fact. Um, and she was sitting, she sat at a spot and I've worked in restaurants my whole life. And so she, she sat at a spot where I was working, but only I could see her and she kind of opened her legs and there were no underwear there. And she's like giving me a whole show while I'm sitting there working. And I'm like, who, we didn't even make it to the date spot. Cause we Rochambeau in the car and, fine and dandy and then everything's still lovely and then this dude just kept calling me about the fact that um kept kept calling me about the fact that you know he wanted my woman and also like dude can't nobody take my woman i was naive enough to think nobody could take a woman for me and then one day he <laughs> buddy called me and goes hey man um look we've been we've been messing around i was like no she wouldn't mess around i was at the age where i thought i could feel uh, most men have that that notion where they feel like they could feel if their woman has slept with someone else and so i'm like nah bro i could i would know i would know like i i'm the only one adjusting that thing he was like well there was one night that she came um 
that y'all y'all went on a date and she wore a navy blue dress and I was like, yeah, she did. And like I'm thinking of mine. Okay, fine. We took pictures that night. They got posted, and he was like, she didn't have any panties on, and like I froze because when she came on my job, like I was like, damn, like this woman always wears panties. She don't got no panties on. Maybe she's trying to spouse it up, and she was. <laughs> And Buddy was like, yeah, she didn't have any panties on because she left them on my porch when she came to see me. And they had got it in on the porch, and he sent me a picture of uh, of her panties on the porch. And that was the day that a whore was born because uh, I didn't trust anybody. Um, I, I didn't trust anybody in any relationship after that, uh, not uh, except for Nicole, uh, and uh, end up marrying her. So tweet me. I want to know, when when did you find out that the that you were being cheated on um short episode of the perspective but that's what i got this week we'll see you uh next week until next monday i love you and there's nothing you can do about it peace